Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is Helena Hart, and welcome to the Master Your Magnetism podcast, where I bring on top experts to help you shift your vibe and radiate self-love so you'll naturally become a match to the life and relationship you've always wanted. Today, I'm so excited to introduce Donna Barnes to my community. Welcome, Donna. Thanks for being here. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here, too. I'm really looking forward to this topic. For those of you who aren't familiar with Donna, she is a love coach dedicated to help you fix what's not working in your love life so you'll naturally attract the relationship that you want. She's the author of the book, Giving Up Junk Food Relationships. She was also the relationship expert on Good Morning America, and she's the creator of the Breakup Recovery Action Plan. We have such a great topic for everyone today. We're going to be talking about how to get over an ex or someone from your past and move on and heal after a breakup or after things didn't work out with a particular person, especially if you have strong feelings for them. I know this can be a really difficult time, but Donna is just a total expert and the perfect person to bring on and talk about this. So I know you have three steps that you want to share with everyone today, but is there anything you want to say before we get started? Well, yeah, I I just want to elaborate, I guess, on what you just said in that I think that for a lot of people, they never really look for help at all until they're going through some sort of loss or breakup and they don't know how to deal with it. So I find most of my clients come to me with two conflicting questions, mostly how do I get my ex back? And then how quickly am I going to get over this? Which they're they're usually directly related to each other because you'll get over it when you decide you don't want your ex back. So it's um it's it, you know unfortunately it's it's a really I, I I'm all too familiar with how painful and lonely it is to be abandoned by really someone that you really thought you were going to be with. So. I have a lot of compassion for people. Yeah, I do too. Absolutely. And I think it's just the perfect time to get help and support if you're going through a breakup. I know I hear from a lot of women too who want to make things work with someone. They're maybe looking for a coach or some extra support. And then I get another email a couple of weeks later, like, never mind, we broke up. I guess I don't need any more help with this. But it's actually the perfect time to get support. And so we're so happy you're here listening to this podcast episode. So let's dive in. What's the first step on how to get over someone from your past or an ex or a situation? where things didn't work out? Well, first and foremost, you need to knock them off that pedestal that you have them on, which is what's making you want them back. So I am a big fan of writing a cons list. And I always say, forget the pros, because obviously you knew what the pros were. That's probably what you're running through your mental highlight reel of all the good times. But specifically writing down everything that you didn't like about the relationship, anywhere your feelings were hurt, or you did not feel loved, because I think, do I feel loved is the most important question to define the quality of your relationship. And when 
you're going through a breakup, you do not feel loved anymore. So I always say start with how abandoned you feel right now as your number one con. And then really putting on paper with and, and write with pen on paper, not on any kind of computer document, because your brain processes information better that way. It, and I think it's really helpful to write down things that didn't work and where you weren't getting your needs met and where you weren't happy to really help you to start looking at what the relationship actually was. And, you know, I, I have to say as a breakup coach, I've coached hundreds of people at this point, and I can count on one hand the amount of relationships that I actually thought was worth getting back once they really started telling me about it. So that's the biggest step in first starting to get through getting over someone is to really honestly evaluate, scrutinize your acts, right, is what I like to call it, and, and decide that they're not good enough for you because you can't feel rejected by somebody that you don't want. That is such a great point. And I love that really practical tip. I always talk about the importance of taking that man you want off the pedestal, right? It's that sense of longing for and pining after someone who's just not there anymore or his energy isn't coming towards you. Now, my audience is mostly women here on my podcast, so I'm sure the language we'll be using here today will reflect that. But this could probably apply to both men and women. I know Absolutely. it can be so easy when you feel that sense of longing for someone who's no longer there. We tend to repress the bad and replay the good over and over. I think you called it the mental highlight reel or something like that, yes. right? <laughs> yeah, well, because your brain is really powerful and it's essentially visualization that, you know, your brain can't, you, you know, do you ever have a dream and then somewhere in the middle of the day it pops into your head and you think, wait, did that happen or did I dream that, right? Like right. that's because your thoughts your your body responds to your thoughts as if they were happening all over again, which is really why you do it. When you're going through a breakup, it feels good. You get that chemical dopamine rush of thinking about all the really wonderful things that you did together. But then as soon as you stop thinking about that, you snap right back to the painful reality that you no longer have that. So you keep ripping the Band-Aid off over and over again. So I always say, you know, you, you can't just say, stop thinking about it, right? You, you need to focus your thoughts on something else, which, you know, to be honest, is why I created my online course. Because, I, you know, I, I, in the middle of the night when you can't sleep and there's no one to talk to and you, you just need something to take your mind off of it, my online course is exactly built for that so that you can really empower yourself and stay strong and and get you know support for what you're going through but then at the same time really become the best version of yourself is what it's really intended to do is to help you become your best self so that you attract the best person for you which i would say 99% of the time is not your ex I completely agree with that. <laughs> it's interesting <laughs> that you hear that too. I mean, most of the women who come to my YouTube channel or listen to some of my podcast episodes, like you said, 99% of the time, 
it's just not the right fit. Like you said, at the top of your list of what you're looking for in a partner should be that they actually want to be with you. So is this person even meeting that requirement for a relationship? I think that's great. And I love that you mentioned your breakup recovery action plan online course. I know you're going to be offering 50% off to the women in my community. So we'll talk about that at the end. And if you're listening right now and you just want to go grab that, that'll be the first link in the description or episode details. There's a coupon code just for my community to get 50% off. So let's get into the second step here, Donna. What would you advise women to do who are having trouble moving on from someone uh, from their past or getting over a breakup? Well, step two is very simply deciding that you're not going to hear from them. Because I think what keeps us in limbo, which limbo is a horrible place to be in because we can't control it, right? So the only thing that you can control is what you do. And by really making a choice that you don't want to hear from your ex, you're not going to hear from your ex, it really does stop you from looking to, you know, see if they called, did they email me? Have I heard from them? Did they text me? And to that point, if they're still in your contact in the phone, if you're not brave enough to block them or, or delete them, because a lot of my clients say, I'm not ready to do that, you know, Um, then I think it's a great idea to actually change their name and picture and ringtone to something different. So I I love if you can download a little like, you know, that red circle with the line through it, like no contact and download that and make that their picture and then actually change their name to do not contact. So that if you're having a weak moment and you feel like you want to text them or you want to call them, you'll see that and remind yourself, no, that's not good for me. I don't want to do that. And I'm a big fan of changing the ringtone to something completely different that you've never heard before, because then every time your phone rings, you you get excited. You're, you're hoping, oh, is it my ex? Oh, my gosh. It's like, you know, and then it's not. And you're disappointed. But if you change the ringtone, then you know it's not your ex because it's not the right ringtone. So by really you taking the reins and deciding that you don't want to hear from them, at least for 90 days, because... You know, everybody says, oh, 90 days, you wait, and then they'll come back. And that's not the case, really. Mm -hmm. But there is something magical about 90 days. So give yourself a 90-day break that you're not going to reach out to your ex at all. And it, it really does free you up from that limbo of hoping to hear from them. I think that's so great. Another really practical tip. You always hear about 30 days of no contact, but I hear from a lot of people who say, okay, it's day 31. I did my 30 days of no contact. What do I do now? Can I reach out? (laughs) So I really like that you gave that 90 day timeline of just assuming or deciding, I think is what you said, that you're not going to hear from them. It really helps you move on with your life and move forward, especially if you know for sure that this person is not good for you or not the right match for what you're looking for in a relationship partner. Decide that you're not going to hear from them that keeps you from being attached to your phone and getting your hopes up every time you get a phone call or text message. So that is great. Is there anything else you want to say on this one or should we move on to number three? Um, no, I, I just was going to say like, just because you said, you know, after 30 on third day, 31, they reach out. That's where most people make mistakes because yes. most of my clients come to me after the 30 days have passed and they thought that was going to work and it didn't. And then they're going, Oh, now what? And, The ones that have not contacted their ex at all, first of all, I always tell them I'm proud of them for that, but they also get over it quicker. 
So I think that, you know, and, and in removing their, like their contact, that includes social media. Do not cyber stalk your ex because mm. it's like snooping. I always say, you know, like you shouldn't snoop because you find something that upsets you and you can't ask about it because you weren't supposed to be looking. So I, I so frequently have had clients call me in a panic because they saw their ex with somebody else on Facebook. And then down the line, they find out, oh, that wasn't somebody they were dating. That was just like, you know what I mean? So it, it's there's no good at all to like, like ignorance is bliss when you're going <laughs> through a breakup. The less yeah. you know about what your ex is doing, the happier you can be, really. So yeah. I know I hear from women all the time who are like, I just can't help myself, but look at their social media page. What should I do? Should I block them? Should I make it so I can't see what they're doing? And I always think that's a great idea if you can't help yourself. I do actually have a quick question. What would you recommend? And I know, of course, every situation is different. This is where getting some coaching around your unique situation can be really helpful. But what would you recommend to women who hear from their ex or the person they're trying to get over in that 90 day? Is there something that you would have for say? Would you recommend not responding? Again, every situation is unique, but do you have any quick thoughts on that? Well, yeah. And actually, thank you. That's a great question because, you know, when two people first break up, you have to deal with the habit of being together. So even if your ex broke up with you, they are still trying to break that habit. And frequently they want to be friends and they want to keep communicating with you, but that's really keeping you hopeful. You know, every time your ex reaches out, you think that, so I actually, like if your ex just says hi, because I think that happens a lot, they just go, they text hi, yeah. nothing else. Mm -hmm. That's not worth responding to because they're not saying anything. And if they are genuinely trying to get back with you, they'll pick up the phone and make a phone call. They'll, they'll do more than just say hi. The hi thing is they're just trying to get a fix of you to help them with their breaking the habit of you, right? But yeah. that's not helpful for you. So if your ex does call you and you're hoping to get them back, then go ahead and take that phone call, but draw a really strong boundary and say, hey, look, we're not friends. If you're going to be in my life, you, we need to be 100% and a couple and working on what didn't work or we're 100% we're out. There's no gray area. 100% in, 100% out. So good. I think that's so important because I know I hear from a lot of people who just kind of accept them back into their life on this sort of friendship basis, but they're really hoping for more and it just never really works out for them. So I love that setting that really firm boundary. You're either in and we're working on this or you're out and she's going to continue with the no contact period. So that was great. I think that was really, really good. I would love to bring you on for a live broadcast too, because I know, like I said, a lot of people are in situations that are unique. And so I would love to be able to take callers and answer everyone's questions oh, awesome. through the yeah, live chat. So we should definitely set that up if you're available. And yeah, let's move into number three. What's the third thing a woman should do to get over someone where things didn't work out or heal and move on from a breakup? Well, the third thing is, is all kind of in line with what we've already been talking about, but it's out of sight is the beginning of out of mind, right? So getting rid of 
everything that reminds you of them and getting it out of your eyesight is really key. Like I know pictures on the wall or like all those pictures in your phone and, you know, Facebook wants to remind you of this was your memory on a year ago today. Like shut off all that stuff, all your pictures of them together on social media. Like, I don't, I don't know if you feel comfortable to delete them, but I would, you know, because if if you're going to meet somebody else and they're going to be, looking at your page, if you guys connect, they're going to go back and see all these pictures of you and your ex, which I think is not helpful. But more specifically, on your own phone, all the pictures that you've taken, if you don't want to delete them, because a lot of people don't, make a file and drag everything into that file, put it in one specific place, and then label that file, do not open. And physical things in your apartment or house, like, you know, wherever you live, put them in a box somewhere and, and, and stick them in the garage or a closet and just get it out of sight if you don't want to get rid of it or, you know, get rid of it basically is what I'm saying, because it'll punch you in the stomach, right? Like yeah. every time you, you see something, you know, I think it just, the, the more you can start putting distance and really, and your thoughts are so powerful. You really, your thoughts create your feelings. So by really being empowered and loving yourself more and recognizing that you want better than somebody that didn't hang in there with you and didn't fight for the relationship and do whatever it takes to make it work, then they're not good enough for you if they're not willing to do anything to make it work with you. So really recognizing that and utilizing the three steps, the cons list and deciding you're not going to hear from them and getting everything out of your eyesight and removing it like as if they didn't exist is really how you'll be able to let go and open up and move forward. And I always say it's a gift if your ex was toxic in one way or another, because if you can really, because I always say like, you don't know what you don't know. Like I wrote my book, Giving Up Junk Food Relationships, because I was having the same conversation with so many clients. And it was really clear to me that people don't know when they're in a toxic relationship. So if you happen to have been in a toxic relationship on whatever level, you know, because it can be emotionally abusive even if they've never physically touched you. And if you can recognize that, it's so much easier to let somebody go because why would you choose to be with somebody that was harmful to you? You know, hopefully, because I I do also find that self-esteem suffers a lot when you go through a breakup. But I I think there's also- I agree, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I think there's no better motivation than a broken heart to want to do self-growth work you know, it's like, I don't want to work on myself when I'm happy and things are going well, <laughs> but like when so things true. aren't going well, you know, it, knowledge is what makes me feel better, right? Like I always say, God help me if I'm the same person I was even yesterday, right? You know, so, yeah. and actually in New York, the Equinox Gym by me on Broadway had a sign in the window that said outrunning previous versions of myself, which I thought was amazing. I, I, I try to live by that, right? <laughs> That is amazing. I think that's so great. And like you said, if you're going through a breakup or deciding to move on from someone where things just never got off the ground in the first place, but you had this strong attraction and chemistry with them, that can be really difficult. But this is the best time to work on yourself and become that next level version of yourself. I think that's so great. And again, I'm just loving these super practical tips because everyone says, well, just love yourself and you deserve better. And 
consciously we can know that, but obviously if we have strong feelings for someone and we're just pining for them and we have them up on a pedestal, like you said, in the first step, it's, you can just be stuck there for years. I've seen women stuck in situations where the guy is just not there anymore. He's probably off in a new relationship and the woman is just staying stuck right where she is for years and years and years. So we don't want anyone to be in that situation. Exactly. I just love everything you shared. Would you mind recapping these three steps for everybody? And then anything else you want to say on this topic? I would love to hear it. Sure. So step one is write a cons list of all the things that you didn't like about the relationship and how you didn't feel loved and weren't getting your needs met. And step two is to decide that you're not going to hear from your ex and that if you're going to wait 90 days and not have any contact at all and you're going to just take care of you and and do what you can and change their contact information so that if you have a weak moment you don't reach out to them like if it says do not contact hopefully you'll listen to yourself and step three is out of sight is the beginning of out of mind. Really, if, if ignorance is bliss, right? When it comes to getting over somebody, the less you see or hear of them or know about them, the easier it will be to move forward and let go. So, and, and yeah, to the point that, you know, sometimes you, you make the cons list and you, you do all that and you re- realize that, no, actually this person was really good for me. Sometimes you do meet the right person at the wrong time, and it's just that the timing was bad. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you you can't control that. What, like, I love the expression, if you love something, set it free. If it comes back to you, then it's yours. But if not, it never was. And I think that is so relevant when it comes to personal relationships. You know, if someone really is right for you and you're good together, but you're on different paths and it's just really not the right time, let go and trust, you know, the universe or whatever it is that you believe in, that if you belong together, you'll find your way back to each other. But, you know, clients ask me about taking a break. You know, if, if what if we take a break? How long does, because I actually had a girl recently who called me and her guy had said he wanted to take a break and she called me and was like, how long, what do I give him? But I, in my experience, find that it's at least two years that if it's going to come back together. And usually by the end of that two years, you have moved on and you have lost interest. So. Right. And I think the worst thing you can do in that situation, especially if the other person has decided that they want to take a break or get some space or clarity. If you're just staying stuck right where you are and you're not growing and evolving and healing and moving forward with your life. I've actually never seen a situation come back together like that. The situations where I see people come back together is when the woman or the person who was broken up with actually does move on. Have you seen that as well? Absolutely. Well, because too, I think like, you know, it broke up for a reason. So, you know, like people always want revenge, right? What's revenge on their ex, but the best revenge really is success. And I, I always say, you know, nothing changes if nothing changes. And if you can really take a look at some of your own issues and clean out some of your baggage and grow your self-esteem and your boundaries and create some goals and, you know, remove the obstacles out of your way and really start achieving your goals, then that just naturally makes you more attractive. So if you were really good together with your ex and then now you come back together at a different point in your life and you're more empowered and, and just 
really loving yourself, that's so attractive, right? Confidence is attractive. So that, you know, can, and, and that's beneficial either way, because if the ex doesn't come back, I always say the easy, the more you learn about your own issues, the easier it is to spot them in somebody else. Right. Mm-hmm. So you make a better choice in your next partner. And like, I always really like the expression also that um, I'm big on expressions mm-hmm. that people come into our life for a reason, a season or a lifetime. And some people really are just in our lives to teach us something. And if you're blaming them for hurting you, you miss that lesson. So the value of a breakup, it really is a gift to to give you the motivation to start looking at some of your stuff and, and learning some new communication skills and learning how to be a better partner in a relationship so that even if it's not with your ex, you'll hopefully get a much better partner because you you also have like your specific deal breakers and boundaries. You know, it's like yeah. step three of my online course takes you through all of that, right? What are your deal breakers? What are your requirements? You know, so that you really, the more you have very specific and people say, am I being too picky? And no, not really. Because if you know that something's a deal breaker or a requirement and you really love yourself enough to hold strong in that, that's how you'll find somebody that really might stay for a lifetime. So, so true. Yeah. I love everything you said. That is just beautiful. People come in your life for a reason, a season or a lifetime. That's probably a topic for a whole nother episode, isn't it? Yes, exactly. (laughs) I'd love to have a whole nother interview just on that. And like I mentioned, I'd love to bring you on for a live broadcast so people can call in or ask questions in the chat. That would be so much fun. I love everything you shared. So let's talk about your breakup recovery action plan. I know you're offering 50% off to the women in my community, which is amazing. So generous you. So let everyone know how they can find that. I'll put it in the first link in the description. And if there's a coupon code to get that 50% off. Right. Well, and yes, I, I really, again, have just so much compassion for people struggling through a breakup. So I'm more than happy to offer the 50% off. And the, the promo code that I'm using is stronger because that's the intention of my breakup recovery action plan. It's a five-step plan. And step one is all the logistics of handling, you know, your ex wanting to be friends. Should you have sex with your ex? Like, uh-oh, I, I ran into them. What do I do? Like all the logistics of contact or no contact, ideally with your ex. And then step two is more handling the grief. And really it's, it's all comfort stuff to make you feel better. But also then start looking at, you know, your choices about sex and maybe some of the things that you're doing that need to be examined a little bit. And step three is I call mindfulness. But like it's a two-part step. Part one is that really scrutinize your ex. And there's all sorts of checklists and quizzes to really pinpoint, was my ex a narcissist? Were they an addict? Were they a sociopath, right? Did they have borderline personality disorder? Like there's all sorts of, I, I always say, you know, fear and anxiety is really why relationships break up. So step three is all about identifying both your own and your ex's issues, really, like, you know, commitment issues, abandonment issues, all sorts of things that are worth exploring. But then also in the second half of that, it was called the best version of me. 
because that's where you really look at better communicating and setting goals and clearing out your baggage and getting obstacles out of your way and really raising your self-esteem and, and you know, there's boundaries and all sorts of stuff to work on. And then you move into closure, where is around the 90-day mark that if you felt like your ex was a good choice, then I will help you reach out to your ex to see if you can reunite and do it right to make it better. But most of the time, you now realize you don't want your ex. So then it really starts help preparing you to move forward. And if you're having any rebounds and, you know, finally, step five is dating again, which things will be different once you have looked at some new stuff about yourself in the choices that you're making. But that's how you know that you're, you're, you know, nothing changes if nothing changes, right? So it, it, it helps you to move forward and make a really good choice about your next partner. So important. I mean, there's just so many online courses and eBooks out there using manipulation tactics about how to, you know, make someone obsessed with you, even if they can't stand you anymore. And it's just not healthy. This I'm so happy to be offering things that are just so healthy and helping you become that best version of yourself. So, you know, things will work out with the right person for you, whether it's this per person who you've recently broken up with or another match who's an even better person relationship partner for you. So I think this is so great. Again, that's in the description or episode details. That'll be the first link and you can get 50% off using the coupon code STRONGER, S-T-R-O-N-G-E-R. -E that is so generous to offer that to women in my community. Thank you so much again for being here. And I really hope we can do more interviews together. This was such great information. I had a great time. And so I'd love to talk with you again soon. Well, thank you. Yes, I am here whenever you're ready. I would love to talk to you again and your audience again. Amazing. So for everyone listening, make sure you're following my podcast so you don't miss any new episodes. I'll definitely bring Donna back on again soon. You can also give me a rating on Spotify. It's a brand new feature that's at the top of my podcast homepage. If my podcast episodes or YouTube videos have been helpful for you and you'd like to give me a rating, that would help me out a lot. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, just scroll down to the bottom of my podcast homepage. You can leave me a rating and write me a review if my episodes have been helpful for you. You. So this was amazing. Donna, thank you so much again. And thanks for listening, everyone. I will talk to you again very soon. If you're tired of struggling in your love life and you want a proven system to get into and maintain a relationship where you're consistently loved, valued, and cherished, go to forever1234.com. Again, that's forever1234.com.